The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. On today's episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast, we're going to talk about Fabulous heading back to court, more Bill Cosby news, two horrific discoveries in Detroit, Georgia's gubernatorial race, more living wild black confrontations. We'll also get into our segments, what the fuck were you thinking, what fucking year is this, and our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. Show me dreams, tell them keep the change Evil in they veins, they don't bleed the same Greed and fame, we should really feel ashamed Buying Cubans, most my people still in chains Combos with God, squad broad and tartar She been going hard, got a nose like a vark. Chopped off, looking like the man on the crosswalk Arms crossed, trying to find the light in my dark heart First key I ever cut, I got high off it Cause I never knew the residue would fly off it Selling dope, acting like the fiends won't die off it All we gave a fuck about was getting fly off it Shells on the floor in your office Looking like you sent the whole staff out for crawfish Bitch, you ripped my heart out just to ask me why I'm heartless She shooting for the stars and I guess I ain't a target I guess you ain't a marksman, bitch Cause now I'm arson lit You couldn't even ride for me, you car sick I mean, I understand that the shit was a long trip But I guess you must have hopped on the wrong dick, you dumb bitch Ooh. What up, world? It's your boy, Be Easy And I'm Courtney And, uh we're back, y'all. Welcome. We back. Welcome to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. You can find us uh, everywhere, everywhere you get your podcast for free ninety nine. Uh, thank you to the uh, Defy Life Podcast Network. You can find us on there also at uh, goldefylife.com. You can leave your comments on there. You know what I'm saying? You'll see our page on. Defylife.com on go to fightlife.com. You can leave your comments there. Or you can email us your questions, your comments at DJ Blaze Show at gmail.com. Uh Courtney, how you doing? I'm alright. Ooh, ooh. I'm alright. Uh my voice <clears throat> kinda got up and left or whatever. But I'm mm. here. But you here? Yeah. You ain't on the sick and shut in list. No. Mm. I hope I don't be on that hole tomorrow. Yeah, we don't need that. We need you to get them that bread. I know. Yeah, we need you to get that bread, huh? <sighs> but uh, how you, how you? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was pretty uneventful. I went to work uh, Saturday, and then uh, Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? My nephews they hit me up, wanted to come through, you know what I'm saying? So they came through, and we ain't did nothing but play video games all night. Well, they, they you know, I seen that on your on your snap, yeah. I mean, on your Insta story. Yeah, they played all night. Like, I went to sleep about twelve. So my nephew came in the room by, in my room about four thirty, five o'clock. Like, oh, where the blankets at? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not turning on the heat. Nothing at all, Brandon. Nah, it ain't even cold yet. It's like it be like sixty at night. 
Okay, yeah. See, our nights be in the 40s. Yeah, I still might not turn the heat the heat on in the 40s, depending on, you know, what's going on in my bedroom. <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes we turn it on, sometimes we don't. We've had some nights when it's been like 30s, and I was look, I look at Brittany like, mm-mm, you gonna, it's going to have to get turned on. But other than that, we don't have it on either because um, we've had some cold times, but our daytime um, has been kind of warm and it said that for washington this winter is going to be the warmest winter in a very long time and it's not supposed to rain or snow as much so and i, I said straight winter and didn't even calculate fall because washington normally doesn't have fall they don't mm. have fall or spring well you know what that means no rain unseasonably warm Forest fires, yay. Yay, same thing we've been having all summer, yay. Hey, but there is no global warming. But, uh, yeah, y'all, um, we back. And we, I guess we'll jump right into it. We got a new email from the homie Robert. What up, Robert? You know what I'm saying? Hey, he, Robert. He took, he took time out from his um busy schedule. Um, You know what I'm saying? Being all viral and shit, I guess you can have time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into his email. He says, uh, "Hope y'all doing well. Everything is good this way. Just doing what I, just doing what I do. I love the show like always. Well, thank you. We appreciate the love, homie. We appreciate the love. Uh, congrats to B Mac on his engagement. I'm sure B Mac will appreciate that. I hope you have peace, love, and positive vibes in your life with your significant other. You know what I'm saying? That's a real 2018 uh, PC." St- sentence right there you know what i'm saying not assuming that b mac would be with a, a man or a woman he just you know with your significant other but yeah it's a woman though anyway he says so i have a question for y'all what is one of the rules that you were taught as a teenager that you still are used used to apply um yeah what are the, one of the rules you you were taught as a teenager that you still are used to apply uh he says one of my rules from my brother was never get too high around folk you don't know and to never smoke something you didn't see get rolled. Um, we answer that question before reading the rest of your email. You got something that you, that you learned as a teenager that you um, still apply now, Courtney? Or that you used to use? Uh, not eating at everybody's house. Mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You don't eat over You don't eat everybody's house um when you've been there and you definitely don't be eating at folk house when you ain't been there mm. and i but i i will say that um i've had i've gotten a little close with people whom maybe i've never been to that house but they shared the same sentiments as me. So mm-hmm. then maybe if they brought someone like, hey, you want to taste it? Like, taste piece of this or whatever, whatever. And I have, and I don't know, on the inside, I'd be kind of sweating bullets, but then later I've gone over to their house and been like, oh, who, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. But generally I won't eat from you unless I've been to your house. Mm. That's a good one. Especially seeing some of the stuff that go on on social media with like, People cooking with cats on the counter and all mm-hmm. kind of stuff. People. And you know. one thing, one thing that has always been crazy to me is that people always want me to cook for them, all the time. Like 
people have paid me like, oh, make me sweet potato pies or make me some cornbread or make me some spaghetti. Like people, there are certain dishes people want me to make them and they will go buy all the stuff or they will pay me for making it. And some of my people have never been in my house. We just work together. Mm. But they have heard people. I've had someone was like, please make me some Alfredo. I heard you make some really good, like when I ate meat, I would make like a, um, not jambalaya, but like a, they call it New Orleans pasta in most restaurants. So it's just like chicken sausage and shrimp in it with like all these onions and peppers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and they would always ask me to make it or just, they had no problem eating I'm out of my house and had never been there. Nobody has ever gotten sick. People ask me to bake them pies or cakes. And, I, mean, I mean, I did it, but you look, I ain't. You look clean. You look like you got a clean house. I mean, definitely. Yeah. And, and ain't no pets. But even still for me, I still be side-eyeing. Mm. I, I, I never, just, you know, I never really thought about that too much with eating at people. Eating from people, that really wasn't a thing. Um my thing was, it was one day, I was uh, at my dad's house, and he we were like outside doing yard shit, like cutting the grass or whatever. So this dude came up, you know what I'm saying? So my dad walked off, talked to the dude or whatever, and he uh, came back, and he was like, uh, you see that, Brandon? You see that fool right there? He going to pressure wash the whole house for $35, and he going to take that $35 he going to go and buy him some drugs. He's going to get high. He's going to be high for 30 minutes. And see me, I can take that thing, same $35, and buy me a bottle of liquor, and I can be drunk all weekend. That's why I ain't never did no drugs. But my daddy used to drink heavy, you know what I'm saying? Like He used to drink real bad, like mixed gin with milk, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of drink. But for some strange reason, that one little encounter always stuck with me up until this. Well, I, well now I ain't st- smoke weed because of jobs or whatever but up until i got into like my 20s i would never i ain't never did no drugs or nothing just because i felt like people that did drugs was stupid because they would be high for like 30 40 minutes mm-hmm. and then have to go buy some more drugs that they had gone or whatever but no you know what i'm saying i feel like it's safer to smoke some weed than it is to drink mm-hmm. alcohol it's just illegal mm-hmm. but yeah so that was my one thing that i can remember from like Teenage, I think I was like twelve, so that's close to being a teenager. Mm. Um, but yeah, I do, I do, I like the the thing what Robert said about uh, never smoke something you didn't see get rolled. I never had to like deal with nothing like that because I don't do drugs. But I know people that like had lace blunts and shit like that happen to them or whatever, and it fucked their mind up. Yeah, my brother, um, my brother smoked one time my brother on my dad's side and they at least a blunt with bomber fluid mm. he was in charleston and musc for like a month two months that, that's how they smoked some, well some people that's how they smoked their weed in philly and that didn't it didn't work for him and he um had a heart murmur and my brother had something else growing up i don't really remember i mean we didn't live in the same house or anything but mm-hmm. it was something else he had um outside of like the heart murmur, but he was in MUSC for a long time behind that. <clears throat> mm. um, it reacted really bad to him, like his skin and everything. Mm. I, had to get, I had to get him together. But he healthy now, though. Mm. 
he's healthy mm-hmm. now. He good. Yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, yeah. Okay, well, good, good, good. Yeah. And uh, Robert goes on to continue with his. He 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 uh, left an unpopular opinion, and he says, "I feel that if uh, parents raise their daughters to believe that no man will ever hit them, I think that they are preparing them for failure." Reason being, I feel that everyone wasn't raised the same. Some people teach their sons that if someone hits them, they hit they hit back, regardless of who they are. I feel like I'm going to raise my sons to all defend yourself. Uh, if a girl hits them, try and walk away. But if she follows you and continuously put her hands on you after you tried to walk away, it's fair game. That might sound terrible if, because if I had a daughter and she got hit by a man, I'm collecting somebody's teeth or calling the rest of the Crips. Uh, in the same <laughs> breath, why is my daughter hitting on a boy and she got brothers? Just tell them. Uh, y'all stay up and do what y'all do, ghosts. Um, uh, I mean, that hitting women and men and all that kind of shit, like, I mean, I remember when I was, like, in kindergarten and shit, my mama would ask me, like, if a girl hit me, what I'm going to do? She was, and I was like, I'm going to hit her back. And she was like, no, you don't hit back and all kind of stuff like that. So I remember that, you know, being taught, you know. But now... I would teach, you know, the boys to not hit the girls back, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, if you're grown, nah, don't hit, you don't got to hit no woman, you know what I'm saying? And people be like, well, what if she trying to stab you, and what if this and that and the third? Like, how many of y'all niggas really got stabbed by a woman or somebody pull a knife out you on you or a gun or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't really got to that point with too many people, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you a dude, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're a woman and another woman and your woman hit you, that's a different story, you know what I'm saying? But dudes, man, you just walk away, uh, hold her down, uh, get out the house. But I ain't never had that problem because that shit start with like, it takes steps to get to the hitting part. Like she done called you a bitch, a pussy. She done talk shit about your mama. She done tested you. It don't be like the first time y'all mm-hmm. together and she punch you in the face. It be little steps. She don't disrespect you. It didn't, you know what I'm saying? Then build up to the hitting part. The same thing with women. Like, you know what I'm saying? The dude don't just haul off and smack you. It be steps that build up to that. And you got to, you know what I'm saying, recognize the steps. And if you see some little disrespect shit early, you got to get out of there. Don't stay because she suck your dick good or stay because he hitting that spot, ladies. You know what I'm saying? You got to get out of there early because you don't want to wind up like, uh... <laughs> Fabulous old lady with your teeth knocked out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and I guess we'll go ahead and get into that story. Uh, <coughs> no, a few, was it like a couple months ago? We just, we uh, reported about, uh, reported about Fabulous and, and, and Emily B. It yeah. was a couple months ago. Yeah, it was. I feel like months. it went so, like, I feel like it was like July that happened. It was so long ago. Yeah. Or, Let's see if it says says in the story. Well, um, the inc- the incident, the first incident where she got a teeth knocked out, uh, happened in March. Um, well, no, this was back in March. Yeah, this happened in March oh, too. Oh, back March, Lord. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah. This happened in March when um, you know, there was a video of Fabulous and he was um, threatening um her father and he had a pair of scissors in his hand and and all that kind of stuff and. Then it came out that Emily was like she wasn't gonna press charges, and mm-hmm. I even heard rumors that they got back together and that they got. I they, heard that they got married. Yeah, after. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 
Well, in New Jersey, um, they ain't care nothing about nothing about none of that. What Emily talking about? They indicted <laughs> Fabulous last week on one kind of domestic violence with uh, significant bodily injury, which probably was her two front teeth getting knocked out. Um, two counts of threatening to kill, and one count of possession of a we- weapon, which were the uh, scissors he had in his hand in that video. Um, and uh, yeah, so the state took up the case. Um, her father even came out um, recently and said that, you know what I'm saying, he he good. Like, he don't want to press charges or nothing like that. Um, and said that he'll even testify on uh, Fabulous' behalf. Uh, I don't know if that he, he, I don't know if they think he gonna stop the bag or what. Um, but yeah, that's what that is. Um, people. I felt like I knew that was gonna happen. Some states just don't let that shit go whenever, just because the woman let it go. Um, I don't know how I feel in regards to it being right or wrong. Um. But for the most part, I do feel like if you initially called and you was initially that scared and you felt like you was in that much danger and your two front teeth got knocked out, he deserved to have the state take that shit over. It don't matter what you talk about. Because I don't feel like that was the first time. And just because you over it, everybody ain't going to keep being over it. We fuck around and get over it and then your ass be knocked unconscious and end up dead one day because the blow was too much and mm-hmm. then what or or no. he he beat her up you know what i'm saying continuously and then she fucked around and killed him right and now he did and then and she in jail right. and the kids ain't got no mm-hmm. parents you know what i'm saying right right and then you ain't even going to be able to use you know like a self-defense or nothing like that because whenever they was trying to help you you ain't even want to shit documented mm-hmm. and you know what everybody else gonna say if they hear about what hear about it happening like that Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's that's the latest in that that story. Um, I think Fab's Alicia like get help, you know, like go to get counseling or whatever, just to uh, just to like, even if he ain't really mean it, just to get an illusion that he's trying to get help because. I think they're going to try to get him up out of here, try to get him some time. Yeah, I think so, too. Just like they're trying to do to your boy, Jimmy. Jimmy? Jimmy Jones. Oh, yeah, 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 Jim Jones. He did, um, how many charges did he get? It was like six or nine or something like that. Yeah, some dumb shit. It was. I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, and Brandon had said they was going to charge him. Everybody else was going to take was gonna take them charges. Uh, I don't know where them other folks at, but Jimmy Show got six or nine of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I'll see where that story goes with, with Jimmy because um, it's kind of rare. And then, then the, the, the dip said, damn, I'm stuttering and shit. <laughs> the dip said, "Dip said they they like shot a video recently, and him and uh, Jewels was in the video, and Jewels got in trouble. Remember, he got in trouble trouble mm-hmm. earlier this year with taking the gun into the airport. Um, so yeah, that that reunion might be short lived with them boys. Yeah. Um, see what else going on in the world today. Um." Did you hear about... Do You ever heard of the artist Banksy? Mm-mm. It's like a... Um, 
he's a well, we don't know if it's a he or she, but it's an artist. They like do like works in different places or whatever. Like they'll put it up and they might put it on social media and then people are like go and try to find it. And they do it in a way to where like wherever they do the art, like it might be a sculpture or something like that or a painting. They may paint do a painting like on a wall, so you'll have to like cut the wall out to get the painting and shit, shit like that. They like real famous like in the art world. It's like a real big deal. There was even a um like a documentary on uh on um HBO and they would it was like a I think it was like in a month's period or like a couple weeks period in New York where they would put doing different little artwork or whatever. People was trying to find it and, you know, get it and, you know, have it for money or whatever. Well they had an auction for one of Banksy's works. Uh and it sold for like one point five million a piece of art. Now y'all know one of my favorite things in the world is scamming and getting over on people. <laughs> <laughs> so and one of the things about Banksy was like they don't want their shit to sell like that. Like they just want they they want to do their art for art. So it sold like in the uh in the auction for like one point four million or something like that. And as soon as the gavel hit, the auction gavel hit like sold one point four million, whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It was a a beeping started going off at, on the painting. Niggas was like, what going on? What is beeping? You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden the, the painting, like the uh the canvas started coming down and it was started shredding. Banks had put a shredder in the painting. So the painting got shredded or whatever as soon as they sold it for one million, you know, it was one million pounds, so it was like one point four million dollars or whatever. Lord. Yeah, so uh that was a uh, you know what I'm saying big in the art world and that was you know a scam. So people were saying that, you know, some people thought that it would make the uh, painting worthless or whatever, but they're saying it's like going for like twice the amount now. But uh I like it. I like that kind of scam shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just need to have a whole segment about about who got scammed today because you live for that shit. I do for live. Real, for I real. do live for the scam. I do live for the scam. Um, you know, uh, well, I know you don't watch TV or whatever. And you haven't watched Power, and I don't want to spoil it for you and nobody else. Maybe you get it. Power isn't one that I'm going to watch. Okay, so. well, Fifty Cent's character on Power, he got killed off this season. I thought um, somebody said he came back. No, maybe he, they he, can say they think he gonna come back. No, he did dead. Like oh, body bag. He was oh, in the body Lord. bag. It wasn't his character. Oh, it was another okay. character. But uh fifty cent character might have gotten killed off, but uh he just signed a, a hundred and fifty million dollar deal with, with uh the stars network. I saw that. Yeah. So I was like what they what 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 he finna write about now? Well, I mean, he's not even the writer on Power. He was He's just like, you know, the producer or whatever. I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like his show, but it's a black lady that um, that's the head writer on that show. Um, but his new deal includes a three-series commitment, uh, the addition of a dedicated development executive, and a discretionary fund for use in developing uh, G-Unit film projects. So, shout out to 50, still getting that bread. Um. Yeah, I guess. Shout out to him. I hope he brings some more good shit like Power. Power's a yeah. entertaining show, even though it's fake as hell. It's still entertaining. <laughs> I would tune in every week. Um, and other entertainment news um, and signings or whatever, you know. You saw Black Panther, right? Everybody saw Black mm-hmm. Panther. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the director Ryan Coogler, he uh, officially signed on to write and direct Black the Black Panther sequel. Um, oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, so shout out to him. Um, I don't know if he uh, did he write the first one or was he just a producer of the first one? I don't know. I thought he was just. Oh no, I think he was the writer. Oh okay. Well, shit. Well, I, I think he it, was. I guess that I shit gonna be, be good lying, too. But I think he was. And I don't feel like looking it up. So we are gonna say he wrote it. Because <laughs> we can do what we want. <laughs> yeah, we can do what we want up here. Yeah, this our shit. Yeah, he um. So he's uh. I think that shit's supposed to come out next year. I know the Avengers I don't know, shit. But, next year. Um, uh, the Avengers shit supposed to come out. Oh no, okay, yeah, that is Avengers. Um, ooh, cause I just saw Venom and something is coming out. Another um, Transformers. Oh God, they need to get that you shit a rest. They don't like you don't like Transformers. Now nah, the last few Transformers was garbage. I didn't see the very very last one. Yeah. Um, but I watched all the ones before that. Another Transformers is coming out, and the way Venom Venom ended, yeah. But see, Venom don't got nothing to do with like. I did it have something to do with with uh, the Spider Man jump. So at the end, it ties it together. Which one? It tied what the the last well, Spider Man? Where Carnage fit in? Where does Carnage? If, yeah, because at the end of Venom. Venom went to go, or or Venom's host, or whatever, you got to watch it, went to go do a quote-unquote interview with Carnage, and he said he's getting out. Oh. He was like, when, when I get out, because I am going to get out. And then he just had this, you know, weird, creepy smile that Carnage would have, and I, they got the right fool playing him in that it, part. But, I mean, it was, was like... Uh, you know the Spider Man that was in the last what what was the movie Infinity Wars or whatever? Did you see that? I think I did. I like think the so. New yeah. Spot, was the new spot was Spider Man in that movie any? Or was it just Venom? No, it was just Venom. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking, I think that shit might be separate from like the Spider Man shit, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I because it, um, it said that you know it was. A mar it said it was a Marvel something, but not MCU. I mean, not obviously not like Marvel Marvel, but it is a, a maker of Marvel. And then they connected the Carnage, Carnage who's from Spider Man at the end. Um and so the I guess it gives us will give us insight, let us know another one is coming in which Carnage is gonna be in, and Venom will probably most likely make an appearance in that one. Mm. Venom was really good though. Yeah, I heard we that. watched we watched the trailer on accident because I thought the hate you give came out this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to see it. Brittany's like, no, that's not what comes out. So what do you want to go see? And I was like, Well, nothing then. I'll wait the next weekend. And then she watched it and she was like, um, watch this trailer right quick. And we watched that thing and it was like, Oh hell no, we gotta go sit up in there. When I tell you my shoulders was up the whole time. Oh, you was like like, it was so. It was so. Yeah, it was just so much, and um, I'm real bad with that anyway. So when the movie was finally like to like a breaking point or some level ground, and I could finally like feel like I was breathing again and like let my shoulders out, I was like, "Brittany, I'm tired. Like I'm ready to go." Mm. <laughs> but, 
But it was really good. So Venom got your throat hurting? I mean, <laughs> I reckon. Oh, and I saw the Friends on Live last night. Oh, yeah. Night. Yeah. How was that? Yes. Friend, Asante, and Dustin. It was amazing. Why you ain't posting no pictures of the show? Oh, I, I was just in there, like, talking to them. Like, it was just, like, we was just all talking back. Oh, like so you, no, like I just was in the moment, and I kept being like, "Ooh, I'm gonna get a picture like right now," and I didn't ever got one. I didn't ever get one. Excuse me. Um, I've been following friends since 2011, 2012, when I first um went natural and started living more of like a holistic lifestyle because she does. She had a YouTube, um, and her YouTube was like very lit. She had all the life hacks, but she has since long since moved on from YouTube. Um is all she do she's now still, is the is her podcast or she do some other shit too? Well she she has a lot of other things that she does um as far as like wellness retreats. Um she has the uh, insecurity podcast with Crystal and she does a lot of stuff with Issa in regards to the um and to regards to reviewing like insecure and stuff like that but she does a lot she has a lot of different things going on and it's always it's not ever anything she really just advertises just like boom here's the thing here's like mm. another thing i've always loved Fran. uh friend do got like a real nice ass she, she fine i ain't never seen her ass but she fine as hell let me though. tell you Fran and she got the little thigh gap thing and them thighs real she looks soft, y'all. Fran look real soft. She do look soft. Y'all know I like I let me tell you, I love my ass. So Brittany just walked down here while I said that part. She's shaking her head so <laughs> so <laughs> I love let me say something, baby. I love old soft looking woman and Fran got all the ass. She keep it covered a lot, except one time she posted because everybody was like, Fran lying, like she can't be vegan and like, or she don't got no ass or like something was like, either she got her body done and she posted a picture like in the gym and was just kind of like, never had nothing done. I am vegan. I still got all this ass. And I was like, yes, Lord. Anyway. The show is amazing. They had Lewis York come out and perform a piece of his song. He's a, a singer or entertainer. Um, he's black. Um, him and Fran have been best friends since they was like shit, she was thirteen. Um, he has a song out called I Enjoy You. And um Fran always I do feel like put me on to artists that are amazing, but I don't ever hear nobody talking about. And she um there was a guy girl there, they had us get up for Q&A and she was like you know I've been married for a year but I for the longest time didn't have a, a song that me and my husband were going to do our first dance off of and she was like Fran you tweeted a Lewis York song and it was like you have such amazing taste in music I always listen to whatever you suggest she listened to it and it ended up being her first dance song so she was like I want to thank you for the alignment like it was amazing and I just wanted to say thank you and Fran was like I'm gonna do something for you because he's here that's my best friend and he was upstairs eating and he came right down because he was eavesdropping he said and he sung part of the song to them and told them um congratulations there was a piano on stage so then one of his producers also his best friend he got on the piano while he sung and it was amazing and then the Shindellas, which is a up-and-coming girl um group is three of them i hate to say girl group because they definitely real grown um they kind of got a flowetry vibe just a little bit like uh one of them she sings but then she also kind of like you know, does the speaking like what's her face did and mm -hmm. the other ones continue to sing. Um, but they were really dope. Their song definitely 
music has a message, you know, like about being happiness, being happy, be you, be aware. Um, and they sung as well. And it was just real dope. It was a good time. Everybody black was in there. There was one Caucasian in there. And y'all know I love when that's the vibe. It was one Caucasian? One Caucasian. Did Did they get a chance to speak? Who, the Caucasian? Yeah, you know, like all them podcasts be having like uh, questions and shit. Yeah, no, the Caucasian didn't ask no questions. She didn't say nothing. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-mm. They just, but they, we, they still talked. Uh, nigga was used all the time, and the conversation that we were having was extremely interesting. Um, what they called it was a segment called the hot topic, so it was really good. How many people did you think were there? Do you think were there? I definitely think it sold out. Well, it definitely sold out. I don't know. It was in like thousands maybe of people. A, no, maybe like it was a small, intimate setting. So uh, I would say 150. Oh, perhaps. okay. Yeah, it was small and intimate. Um, but that, that def- y'all went on like a Thursday, didn't you? No, that was the, last night, Saturday night. Oh, that was last night. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oof, my mm-hmm. days are all fucked up. Yeah, I was like Thursday. Today's Sunday. Look, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And we actually went to that over the MMA show. They had an MMA fight at one of the casinos here. We were planning to go to, and I saw that for the friend zone, and I was like, oh, I got to go see Fran, Dustin, and Asante. And then we were riding by the casino. Brittany was like, oh, the MMA fight was tonight. And I was like, oh yeah, we forgot. I ain't gonna even lie. I'll probably go to see the friend friend zone. Rather than MMA myself, I ain't gonna lie. I knew I wasn't gonna do nothing but go up in the MMA and have my eyes closed and be jumping and wincing the whole time because I don't like all that fight shit. Yeah, the good fight was last weekend anyway. So, so didn't he retire? Who? The McGregor guy. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh, I thought I read something online that said he retired anyway. Well, maybe he did. Yeah. Maybe he did. You know, this week, but like after the fight, he was saying he was gonna um he wanted a rematch. So. Um, but yeah, the Friends on Live podcast was real dope. I love the interactive, and it definitely, I definitely was in my mind like Brandon and I got to get to a point where we can do one. I think it'll be dope. Oh yeah, with the help of all of our listeners, we'll we, we will get there. Uh, you know, that's why we jumped on this. Uh, you know, we 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 became partners with the Defy Life podcast network, so we can do our uh, you know our live shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they can see Courtney Fatty in person. <sighs> yes. Moving right I mean, along. Oh, my ahead. song come on. They show I, if my song be played, they they sure go see it because that twerk spirit come over you. Mm-hmm. You get get possessed by a twerking demon. I do. It's mm-hmm. real serious. Mm-hmm. Uh Courtney, you always be on Twitter. Well, I know you used to be. I don't know how heavy you on Twitter now. Yeah, I be. I'm, I'm still real active on that. I followed you. You ain't following me back. But that's. I ain't gonna cuss you out about you follow it. Follow me on Twitter. Yes, nigga. Uh, Amy had po- tagged us in the same post about Beyonce, and I had followed you. Oh, tsh- you didn't have I never follow me. No- notifications on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But uh, you remember on Twitter a few few uh years ago, there was the uh, Zola story. You remember the Zola story? Mm-hmm. And for y'all, for for y'all listeners that. Don't know the Zola story. It was about a stripper who met up with a chick in uh I wanna say Hooters or some shit. And they she agreed to go stripping on the road with her and it was like some wild story. It's like a wild ass story. Google that shit. You'll find it. Zola story, whatever. Well, uh Um Janigza Bravo, uh, who directed episodes of Atlanta, 
Love and Dead White people had signed on to direct a film um, that they're going to do the movie adaptation um, of the uh, Zola story. Um, yeah, it's going to be called Zola Tells All, the real story behind the greatest stripper saga ever tweeted. Um says, uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Bravo wrote the screenplay with playwrights Jeremy Harris, Andrew Neal, and Mike Roberts. Uh, let me see if it say when it's going to come out. Um, it don't say. But, uh, yeah, so if y'all know about the Zola story, um, look forward to that coming out in real life. I was... um. Just like everybody else on Twitter, on Black Twitter, I, I was interested in that story. It was great. I don't know how true it was. Matter of fact, I think they like invest, like people investigated and proved, like found who the people were and all kind of shit like that. Like it was a wild story. I might have to pull that story up and um. I, I you make me want to go dig it up so I can um. Yeah, let me let me see if I can so find this old story. To refresh my memory, refresh my memory. Yeah, refresh my memory too, because that was a long time ago. Yeah, because it was a wild story. Um, I don't know if I want to read this shit. Yeah, this happened back in 2015. I, man, damn, almost three years ago, exactly. Um, yeah, she said she met. Yeah, it was Hooters. She met a white bitch at Hooters. She was the waitress. I, yeah. I remember when, I remember it was Hooters because I remember when I read it, my face was all tuned up like, don't nobody be a fucking Hooters, son. That, that food is gross. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I might have to... Ooh, this shit long as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's real long. It's real long. That That's one thing I did remember about it. That shit was hella long because I remember when I was first about to read it, I like, re- like started to read it and then like left and then started to read it and then left several times because... You know how sometimes you just don't be feeling like reading that shit? Like, <laughs> initially, I just didn't feel like reading that shit. But I kept seeing it, and it was so heavy on Black Twitter. I was like, I got to sit my ass down and read this. Yeah, yeah. It's, damn, this shit long as fuck. And this was before the days when you could, like, reply to yourself and, like, make it like right. a, um, What do they call it? A thread. It? A thread, yeah. You can make your own thread, thread. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So she would have to, like, it, it was, like, hard to follow the story and then people were like i remember people like responding to her before she finished the story so mm-hmm. eventually she was just like I'm, I'm gonna have to stop responding so i can finish this story and all kind of shit but it was it got big mm. big 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 yeah i know people that like do shit like this in real life but they never like talk about it or whatever but the way she put it down on twitter you know what i'm saying they made it interesting so and now, now a movie came out of it so I'm gonna be honest. Like anytime I be seeing them threads like that, and it be story time, I be reading them. They be so fucking interesting. Yeah, and the ones that like, if you do this shit on Twitter, eventually your shit gonna like. If your shit really good, it's gonna real like people gonna catch hold of it, and it's gonna go viral. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I ain't seen nothing yet that like somebody did that was like good that didn't go viral like even like people i know or whatever so if y'all got some stories put that shit out on social media somebody get wind of it It might take a while but somebody get wind of it and like i know somebody they always tell these stories on uh social media whatever like they'll put it on facebook 
and it'd be some like real good stories like well written or whatever but they don't put it out like to go viral they just put it out like amongst their friends or whatever but like people like that they shit can go viral and you might can get like a little writer gig off of it or whatever you know what i'm saying or like like zola get it get your damn shit put in a movie because ain't that more interesting in real life Mm-mm. i'm telling you hell yeah but uh yeah y'all look forward to that and if you don't know what we talking about with the zola story just uh put zola story in uh in google you'll find that shit it'll come up you know what i'm saying um Ugh. Some stories that's kind of interesting that um happened in real life that's on video. Um, have you been seeing these uh Living Wild Black stories um lately? Yes, I have. You see? Did you see both of them? The two um, most prominent ones. I saw the one with the the guy who was babysitting the kids. Oh shit! I wasn't even talking about that one, but yeah, go ahead and tell us about oh. that one. The guy, he was um, babysitting or looking after uh, two Caucasian kids and a Caucasian woman called the police on him because he, she did not feel as though he should have been with the kids or that something was going on. He didn't, she didn't believe that he was caring for the kids. Called the police on him. And the police was nasty to him too. Oh, they were nasty too. See, I I I only saw like a little clip of the video. I didn't see the whole video. I just, well, I I say nasty. I don't like his tone. And tone to me is everything. I ain't... Mm. Yeah, that was horrible. But at least he didn't get shot. True. This is true. And I want to say, like, the uh, officer... I mean, the uh, kids were like... I, I, the kids said something like they scared of the police now, or... I know they asked, was he going to be able to be their babysitter again because... The police got called on him or something like it was something real, you know what I'm saying? Something a child would say when, with, with, you know what I'm saying, with a yeah. situation like that or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was two other ones that I saw because that happened earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, it might have even happened last weekend. Um, but the one, the most recent one that I saw, it was a late, it was a guy, black guy. He was trying to walk into these apartments uh, in St. Louis, and the lady was coming out with her dog, but she was blocking him from getting in a into the house and it it was like three separate videos that he posted and it was a long time he was like being real he, he handled it real cool or whatever his name was uh it's a real it's a black name y'all and it's a whole bunch of vowels and shit in here that don't need to be apostrophe is in here um i'm gonna try to pronounce it right his name is uh darion darion he was darion tolls he was trying to get into his home um and she she wouldn't let him get in because he wouldn't show her his key or anything like that. She was asking him what apartment did he live in and all kind of shit like that. And he was just like real cool and, you know, very corporate, you know, sounding. You know, I, I live here. I'm sorry. Why are you doing this? You know, he just kept saying that kind of shit, whatever. He finally got on the elevator and she followed him and um, said, well, I, I don't know you. I've never seen you here and all kind of shit like that. And then finally when he gets to his... Uh, apartment door or whatever and goes in. I mean, it's a real nice place. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. And I mean, I saw a picture of the nigga. He don't look like the type of nigga that'll steal. He looked like a nerdy nigga. If I would've saw me at that place, I'd've been looking at me funny. You know what I'm saying? But looking at this dude, I wouldn't have looked at him funny. But anyway, once she saw him pull out his key and he got to his apartment, then she was like, well, I, I want to introduce myself and you know what I'm saying? And all kind of shit like that. Uh, and I just read an article today that 
she worked for like a different apartment complex or whatever. And they was like, nah, we don't fuck with that shit. And they fired her ass. Mm. Yeah. But um, did you see that video? No, I didn't at all. Oh, yeah. That video would make you mad just because of how entitled she was acting and her tone. And she wouldn't let him through. She looked, yeah, she looked very, very Becky with the good hairish. Just looking at him like, you don't supposed to be here. And this is my apartment. You know what I'm saying? So that happened. Then there was another one that was big that happened in New York. Um, did you see the one with the lady in the store and the kid? No, I ain't seen neither one of these you talking about. Go oh, ahead. Well, it was a um, it was a lady, and the first video, um, it was like a lady on the street, and the mother was like talking to him, you know, talking to the lady. And you see the lady saying, he he grabbed my ass and, and all kind of shit like this. And I'm going to call the police. And so she's calling 911. And it's a whole bunch of people on the street. They're like a bodega or whatever. Like she calling the police. And the kid is like wailing, crying, like hollering, crying because he didn't, you know what I'm saying? You can assume he didn't do that shit. His mama was with him at the store. But she's saying he grabbed her ass as he walked by her and all kind of shit. So it was like a real big, big thing. Um um, the lady, she's 53. Yeah, it happened, this shit happened in Brooklyn. So, the crowd is there. She calling 911. She's saying she got sexually assaulted. And the kid's mother's like, you really calling the police and all kinds of shit. Like, it just got real big, got bad or whatever. Um, but at the end of the video, you know what I'm saying? You just people saying, you you racist and all kind of shit like this and blah, blah, blah. So, like, yesterday a video came out. And it was like a crowd of people. They were at a, at the store inside the store in Brooklyn, um, and it's news reporters there, and it's like the whole crowd. It's like it's a whole bunch of people, like Jamaicans in there, Dominicans, like Puerto Ricans, like you know regular everyday black people. You know what I'm saying? Just in there, and they calling her racist, like you you a lying bitch, and all kind of shit like this. So they show her the video, and in the video. You see her come to the sto- come to the counter. She buying cat food. They clowning her for buying cat food. Like the uh, the shit was funny as hell. Like the audio of the people talking shit to her. She's just standing there with the news reporter, or whatever. So they got the video, the playback on the big screen. So they have her at the counter, and you see the little boy walk past her with his book bag on. His book bag brushes her in the back, or whatever. And that's what she thought grabbed her ass, you know what I'm saying? So everybody in the store, like, go off or whatever. So if y'all see this, they're calling her Corner Store Caroline. Um, oh, my God. <clears throat> she's trying to say she's not racist, and she apologized to the kids or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So that was two stories that happened just, just this week, like, later on the last, later in the week with uh, black people just living their life regular, going about their day, and they being harassed by these white people. Um. So yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen that. That's let that let me know you was out doing your thing this weekend that you didn't <laughs> see them two videos. I didn't. I definitely didn't see either one of them, and I obviously am upset. Like, but I just want us to be petty and like start calling the police back on their ass. <sighs> yeah, that's what I want too. But um. We start calling the police. I fucking ass go to jail or some dumb shit. That's what I don't want. Just stay away from the police, man. Cause they will shoot the fuck out of us. I saw a video of a dude. I don't know when the video was, but it was a funny video. Like the police, like 
had the gun on the dude. It was a white dude or whatever. And he he made the white dude get on the ground. He got on the ground, but then the dude like got up, and the officer had like a taser on him or whatever. And he shot him with the taser, <laughs> but the taser didn't do nothing. And the dudes just started going crazy, and he like ran at the officer and like grabbed the taser. And instead of the officer pulling his gun out and shooting the fuck out of him or whatever, the officers took off running. It's like people out there watching and laughing and shit. Like the shit was hard. But then the dude runs, gets in the police car, gets out of the police car. Gets in his car, like, start doing donuts and all kind of shit. Then the video cuts off. But if he was black and he would have had him down on the ground and then he started to get up, he would have shot him cold. Shot him in cold blood. Like, that the kind of shit we have to deal with. But, you know, they can shoot at police and kill police and not get shot and all kind of shit like that. Um, It's another living wild black story. Um, You remember the, the kid that this happened in Michigan? I think it was Michigan. Um, where the little boy, I think we reported this story too, the little boy, he was going to school because um, he missed the bus, he was walking, and it was a new school, and he was knocking on, he knocked up at, knocked on someone's door looking for directions, and a uh, person yes, came to the door and shot out. I remember out. that. Mm-hmm. Well, that person, that homeowner, Jeffrey uh, Zeigler, he was uh, 53, he was found guilty of assault with intent to commit great bodily harm, less than murder, and possession of a firearm in the commission of a fairly of a felony um, in the April 12th incident at his home involving 14-year-old Brandon Walker. Uh, he was charged with assault with intent to commit murder by Judge Wendy Potts um, and gave orders the option of convicting Zagler on the lesser charge. Uh, Zagler could get up to 10 years in prison for the assault conviction plus a mandatory two years for the firearm count. Um, Potts revoked his bond and ordered him to jail pending sentencing. So he don't get a bond. Good. Um, after the verdict was announced, uh, the boy's mother was consoled by several friends who escorted her out the back door. I ain't had to read that. But yeah, um, that's good that he didn't get off. Because he tried to say that the boy was trying to, he told police, like it was a police video. And he said that, um, um, that the kid was like casing the house and like tried to knock on the door. But it was his own, like, I think he had one of those, um, I think he had his own surveillance, and then he had, like, one of those um, ring doorbells or whatever that has the video, like, K. Michelle. <laughs> yeah, we got like, one of the, those. Get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> mm-hmm, we got one of those. <laughs> yeah, I think he had one of those, and it recorded, too. And I think that might have been the only thing that saved this little boy from getting in trouble or whatever, and it got him um, fucked up. So, we got a little justice. In, in one of these living wild black cases or whatever. I think they need to like, if you call the police on somebody and that shit fake or false and you wrong or it's some frivolous shit, you need to get charged, you need to get a fine or some kind of I shit. I agree. Because this shit getting out of, out, of, out of hand, yo. This shit it is real out of, con- out of control. And I don't, and it's just wasting time that it's unnecessary. Yep. Unnecessary. Yeah. Um, Speaking of unnecessary and the police, did you hear about this Arkansas sheriff, what he did um, to his inmates? Hell no. Well, Sean King posted a picture of this guy, a Union County, Arkansas sheriff. For everyone that got uh, arrested there, he would make them wear Nike paraphernalia. Um, So he did it to mock Colin Kaepernick and Nike. 
you know, Nike came out in support of Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick. They had the, uh, you know, and they just do it shit. Um, but the uh, the police they tried to come back and say that they didn't do it for that. Said they were giving the people to, at the jail without proper attire during the booking process. Uh, he said the clothing was not meant to demean or disparage those who are innocent until proven guilty. He said, we are not and will not be influenced by current political and social debates in the media. This shirt is not only in use now, but has also been in use for several months prior. We have taken steps to rectify this issue and ensure that this will never happen again. We don't believe you. You need more people. Yeah. Um, and Sean King is one of the white people that we can believe. I don't know if Sean King white or not. What you think? You think he white? I don't know. I feel like there was some type of um, something about his race being clear. Like, what? what is he? Um, I don't know, but I do know that I follow him because a lot of, some of the um, issues or things we need to be aware of, sometimes I don't even know about it until he brings it to light or says something um, sometimes because I mean, it's, it's always so much shit going on. Mm. It is. I feel like it is kind of hard to be in the know about it all. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And then um, like trying to be in the know about everything. Sometimes that shit will fuck with your mental health, man. That shit will have you. It depressed. will. Let me tell you something. It will because earlier this week, was it last week? I think it was earlier this week. I was about to be like, I got to take a break. Like, I have to take a break. It was, um, I think one of the things that kind of became the last straw for me is Caucasian women kneeling, doing a national anthem oh to protest. Right? That for me was like, it was so much. I just, I was in complete disbelief. I was so angry. I could not like get my shit together and it just had me feeling away and when i say like i was in a funk for about a day or two about it and i was like i gotta get off social media or i gotta redirect how i'm handling this and my energy like i gotta figure this shit out because this is how i don't want to feel this is the point where it's kind of like okay this is a little too much right quick you know what i'm saying like it just got real heavy for me i'm just so sick of them yeah, what 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 did they say they were protesting? Like, you say where? What did they say or they were what? gonna like they're kneeling? What did it signify? They were protesting um rape cult the rape culture. Mm. Mm-hmm. They always want to hijack some shit. Every single time. <sighs> and and I, like that is white supremacy at its finest. Something mm-hmm. you want to come over here and hijack and piggyback off of something we doing, and you just feel like we should just be okay with you doing it. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. You don't get to do that, and we should just be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, get your own thing. Figure your own shit out because yeah. that's what we did, and y'all wasn't fucking with us when we did it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of white supremacy, did you um did you see um the Kanye West Trump uh meeting? Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh let me tell you something. We talked about Kanye West last night at 
at the friends on live and I just we I do feel like he is completely and utterly out of control. And at this point, I don't know if I, I don't know because Kanye has always liked attention, all of it. I don't know if Earth I if I can be like, okay, this is him still wanting attention. Because, you know, so a couple of days after that, he was in the Apple store and, like, just jumped on top of the Apple. Have you, have you ever been in an Apple store before? Uh, I've seen one on TV, but continue. <laughs> they So the way the stores are, they have, they look like, almost kind of look like picnic tables, but they're not. But they're wooden, and that's where the merchandise is. Mm -hmm. And then they have a few tables at the front that are designated for like if you're getting if you're picking up an order if you have had something some work done or whatever we it call is those genius bars yes those that's the genius bar i didn't even want to say it and i was just trying to give people a visual if they never yeah. been kind of like um, it kind of looked like uh the apple section at best buy a little bit a little bit yep exactly what it kind of looks like yeah. exactly he jumped on one of the tables in there and went on this long ridiculous rant yeah um and people were just like filming him and laughing about it. And I just feel like I'm not trying to use it as an excuse for him, but I do feel like his, whatever his mental illness is, whatever it, his issue is in along with the grievance, I just feel like he needs to have more people in his corner, more black people in his corner that are not yes men to be like, look, Sit down and shut the fuck up. Check yourself in. Get your shit together. I don't feel like in his every like in his everyday day to day, he don't have nobody like that. I don't even think none of the I, and I don't it it but it does make a difference when you have someone that will check you and be like, What the fuck are you thinking? Like what the fuck you got going on? Go get some help. Or get in the car. I'm gonna drive you there myself. Yeah, he but I mean he's he, he needs to go somewhere. He's had the help though. And like he said before, like he he won't take his medicine or whatever, like he's off his meds. I, I he said that before, like in an interview or whatever. But like I did, I do know that. I I could tell, like, cause I watched like the clip of him like speaking to, at Trump or whatever, speaking with Trump, and um, I could tell like in the first couple minutes, I was like, yeah, he he going through like a manic episode. Like it reminded me. I don't know if I told a story of my homeboy. Um, if I told a story here on my homeboy that uh. That uh had about you know what I'm saying that had some shit that happened when we were younger, and if it, it you know what I'm saying it kind of fucked his mind up or whatever. He he had about a manic episode or whatever. When we were like in middle school, and um and the way Kanye was talking, it reminded me of how my homeboy talked the first time, like when they were gonna take him to the hospital to like the mental hospital, and then when we got in high school, it was like senior year, so like four or five years later, and he um. Stop taking his medicine because he said he didn't like how it made him feel at the time. And the way Kanye was talking was kind of like how my homeboy was talking. Like it was kind of sounded like my homeboy, but because I knew my boy or whatever, and I knew like the shit that he would say and wouldn't say, you know what I'm saying? Like I could tell like my homeboy wasn't himself. You know what I'm saying? Like he would say some shit and then he would like say some kind of braggadocious type shit. That he would never say if he was like in his right mind, and then like he would ramble on and he would go from subject to subject to subject, you know what I'm saying, and not kind of like 
put anything like it wouldn't have any co- cohesiveness or whatever to his conversation. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of how Kanye did in the clip I saw. Like he went to talk talking about Larry Hoover to all kind of other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like building the factories in Chicago and all kind of shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he would. You could kind of say he was all over the place, but the shit that he was saying, he wasn't putting it together. He even um he even showed Trump a picture of an airplane that he said should be Air Force One. He was like, it could be called an iPhone plane and it could be built by apple or whatever mm-hmm. and they found the guy that had that as his like uh i want to say his what do they call it when you going for your, like your phd or whatever i don't know if it was his phd or his masters not like was it like his thesis project or some shit i forgot what they call it all you smarter niggas who got masters and shit we got some niggas who real smart to listen and shit y'all know what the fuck i'm talking about but that was like his final project to get like his masters or whatever and he showed it, I want to say he showed it to Kanye like some years ago. I sent Kanye a picture of it some years ago. And Kanye showed that picture, presented that picture to Trump like this should be your new plane. You can get built by Apple and it could be fueled by hydrogen or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And they found it. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit he was on. Like I ain't going to clown the man no, like too much more, you know what I'm saying, more than I already did to say fuck him because I, I really sincerely believe this nigga just needs some some help like he need to get on some meds he need to stay on them long enough so they can get the dosage right and he can uh you know get back to himself like i know a lot of people like artists and shit they feel like they can't create when they on their medicine or whatever but he need to get on his medicine before like he like really fuck up like there was even a story like he was at some school in detroit and he did the same shit like standing on the on the lunch table talking going on a rant or whatever you know what i'm saying like I remember when the Kanye rant used to be like funny and people used to talk about it, but now this shit getting sad. Yeah, it is really sad. And the fact that he's like, he has like the the clout, the, the he got the clout to meet with the president, like, but he ain't in his right mind. Like, ain't no telling. I don't know how seriously Trump takes him, but he's not the person that needs to be able to get and speak to a motherfucker like Trump. Um, but yeah, that's that happened. When did that happen? That was what Thursday. I think that was Thursday when that happened. You're talking about when he met with Trump. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe it was Wednesday though. It was Wednesday or Thursday I, they met. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I there was two days where I was going to work where all where all of the um all I was getting sent all kind of videos of him of Kanye like backing that thing up on Trump just so much different stuff and I just feel like it was like two days of me being at work still and receiving all them videos mm. about Kanye kissing Trump ass you see what T.I. said yeah I saw it but T.I. was kind of harsh on him he, he definitely I, feel, I do feel like he most definitely was, um, but I think also, too, is he real fed up because he, you know, had been there, like, tried to help and all this other stuff. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think some people feel like it's a mental illness. I think some of them just feel like Kanye on that bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a, yeah. So... so I don't. I don't think he realized that. I definitely think Charlemagne realizes 
Kanye has something wrong because he isn't ever as harsh. Yeah, he was saying it for a while that he needed to get some help. Yeah, yeah he saying he, he nearly as harsh as um Ti is. I don't even think Snoop be that harsh. Snoop just Snoop real sick of his shit too. Mm-hmm. But that kind of like, I mean, I think it's a difference between people that like had to deal with somebody that went through that mental health shit, like per like real close to you, and people that haven't had to deal with anybody like that. You know what I'm saying? That that to see the man on the corner. Wilding out and just be like, oh, that crazy call or whatever, and not, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, you certain shit, you 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 can put empathy with it because you you know, what I'm saying, you dealt with it, or you could, you know, what I'm saying, and other shit, you just like fuck them, you know, what I'm saying, and I at first I was like, man, fuck Kanye, but now nah, I can I can tell like something ain't right about that dude, man, right, yeah, and he got the bread to get the help, like you say, his people need to um need to um do it, but I mean. When when you like like how Kanye is, I feel like it's really because like, he he he's still kind of going about his regular life like he ain't hurt nobody. So like what 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 can you do as a family member or a friend to get them to help? Like you can't like I don't think you can have them committed like uh, legally without what's that what's that shit called seven thirty or something like that. Oh, yeah, I think I a doctor has to, has to do that, but I don't think a family, maybe his wife can, but I don't know, man. I don't know what they can do without him like being a, a threat or danger to somebody. He he has to be a threat to hurt himself. I think I don't know. Y'all mental health motherfuckers, let us know. know. <laughs> uh, He's not in control. Yeah, somebody who might be losing their mind. Uh, Bill Cosby. This is a report. I don't know. It's it's been a lot of reports coming out about Bill Cosby. Couple of and them I feel true. like all of them been yeah they've been saying how much they're not true yeah like the chicken sandwich shit that was fake yeah uh, that was fake the hit with a, a hot dog bun I think that shit was fake mm-hmm. but it's been a um been a report that uh, his wife uh cleaned out one of his accounts uh a hundred thousand dollars um said the uh, bank went through his went through his assistants who patched Mr Cosby in with them. And he told the bank to freeze the primary account. Um, said that she took the money. Um, she took the money from that account and tried to get money from another account. Um, said that he they have a shared account with millions, and that he has just under hundred and twenty million dollars in it. Um, said she took that money because she needed it to support family and staff. But uh, I don't know how true this shit is. Because I saw that, like, this report was on BET.com, but the chicken sandwich shit, like, he got smacked in the face with a chicken patty. That shit was mm-hmm. on BET.com, too, so. Right. I don't know, I don't know how, how to, how to uh, you know, take that shit with a grain of salt. Bill Cosby might be in there living a damn life. He might be in jail living like damn Avon Barksdale or something, or one of them niggas on for, what's that movie where them niggas went to, them mob niggas went to jail and they was in there cooking steak and shit? Oh yeah, I know what you're uh, talking about. I don't know. Goodfellas or some shit. He might be in there living like that. So yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, I read this crazy ass story. Um, earlier this week. Let me see if I can find it, y'all. It's uh, 
This is a horrific story. Oh, where is it? I know I ain't deleted the shit. Oh, here you go. Um, this happened in Detroit. Uh, it says authorities located 123 children in the Wayne County area um, as a part of the one-day sweep last month. Uh, says U.S. Marshal Service said Operation My Safe Kid placed an emphasis on locating missing children who were victims of sex trafficking. The one-day initiative took, which took place on September 26th, recovered 123 of the 301 children that had been reported missing in the area. All of those children were physically located and interviewed by potentially being about potentially being sexually victimized or using a sex trafficking ring during the same time they were missing. Uh, the children were turned over to child, child protective services for aftercare. Um, uh, the U.S. Marshal Service said they had been requested to assist on 30 missing child cases in the two weeks prior to the sweep. Marshals located and recovered nine children prior to the sweep and another seven during the operation. They also received information on two missing children in Texas and one in Minnesota. Um but yeah, man, this was a like a lot of kids that were missing found in one day. That made me think, like, were y'all really trying to find these kids before? And you do right. this in one day, you find 123, almost half of the 301 that's missing. And like, what y'all parents are they doing? I mean, yeah, I ain't got no fucking kids and all that kind of shit. But 123 kids missing in the same area. That's horrible. That's a lot. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Then there was this other story that I saw. Um, that there were bodies of 11 infants found in the ceiling of a closed funeral home. Um, oh, my goodness. They said bodies of 11 babies have been found in a funeral home that was closed six months ago. Um, Detroit police say eight or nine bodies were found in a cardboard box and the others and one or more caskets all hidden in the ceiling. Um, said the uh, regulatory agency suspended the license of the funeral home in April after inspectors found decomposing and bombed bodies and other violations. Violations also included two improperly stored, also included two improperly stored bodies covered in what appeared to be mold and a third body with unknown fluids covering the facial area what the fuck Mm-mm. this is crazy but um yeah they found 11 baby bodies in the ceiling and shit um this is a horrible story yeah it, it sounds horrible and i all in the same area and i don't know if these like were kids that died or like somebody killed these kids and Hit them in the um, in the in the closed funeral home, like because it seemed like the funeral home wasn't they weren't like um, doing what they should have been like disposing of dead bodies or properly taking care of the deceased or whatever. But to have that many dead children, like what kind of horrible person are you? Um, but yeah, just wanted to brighten your you guys' day with those two stories. Um, if you're at work, I hope that made you feel good. That was a joke. Uh, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about Nikki Haley? Yes. Yeah, she stepped down from her U.S. ambassador job. 
to uh some people are saying like she wanna she may run for president in the future. Others saying she's going in the private sector. But uh the thing that struck me about the story was that she has almost a million dollars in debt. Right. That's what I I hope that was where you were going because that's what I was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she's the US ambassador. Um so based off I guess the name alone that people just was giving her stuff. Just give it to her, give it to her, give it to her, give it to her. Must be because like she she wasn't making that much money. Um Well, let's say her income was like 180000 a year, and that didn't include her salary with the UN. So I don't know how much they made. But I think I saw something where she made like 300000 or something like that. Um, I mean, they don't, none of them don't really get paid like stupid good. Yeah. And then they're saying her husband really didn't make a lot of money. But it, then uh, um, <sighs> this is the little funny business, though. It was like affirmed by her husband, uh, Michael Haley. Bought a Lexington Strip shopping center from her parents for five dollars in July of 2017. Um, said they also assumed nearly one point million, one point one million dollars owed on the center. And then they sold the center for one point two million dollars in January. Sound like some funny business right there. Yeah, definitely sounds funny. Yeah, funny as hell. But, but um, you can't really be trusting them. Yep, yep. I mean, I I didn't trust Nikki Haley anyway because she's one of them, yeah. one of them passing people. She probably stay out the sun as much as she can because <laughs> her real name isn't Nikki Haley. Well, her last name is Haley, but her first name is um something sounding real curry chickeny, sounding real curryish. <laughs> I know you just not say curry chickeny. Oh my god! It does. Yeah, it's not real curry. Uh, what's her? What's her real name? Um, let me find it for y'all, so y'all won't think I'm just you know talking out of my ass. I mean, cause bruh, you didn't know that she was Indian. I never heard that. Yeah, she's Indian. Yeah, her name, her real name is Nimrata. Nimrata. Mm. Rondawa. Now she was born in South Carolina, but her family is Indian American Sikh. Mm. Yes. And like, if you notice, like when Trump was doing all of that uh Muslim ban shit, mm-hmm. she spoke out against it. But I'm sure yeah. she did. Yeah, her mother. Uh, well, yeah, her mother is Ajit Singh. And her father's name is Raj. Very, very curry. She she's probably eating a lot of spicy foods growing up. Ooh, Brandon. <laughs> um, and now she's trying to sit here and act like she's just a regular old white woman from 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 Bamberg. We know all about you. We know all. We about know you. all about you. Yeah, they got all in her business about what she owes and all kind of shit like that. They say her parents owe $740,000 according to court documents. Mm. These people are out of control. Yes, they are. So shout out to Nikki Haley. Um, another, you know, it's the um, midterm elections coming up in about yeah. a, in, in a few weeks. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And one of the uh, 
One of the big ones is in the state of Georgia. 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 When I first moved to Georgia, I was so... I, I could never understand why they was pronouncing it like that. Yes, yeah, in the state of Georgia. Um, is uh, the first black uh, Georgia uh, governor could be Stacey Abrams. Uh, she's a Democratic candidate in the gubernatorial race. Um, but her opponent, Brian Kemp, he's uh, Georgia's Secretary of State, and he created this, like, I don't want to say law, but some kind of, um, uh, not injunction, but they're basically, I, I forgot what they're calling it, like, um, exact ID or some shit, but basically they're um, making people of people ineligible if they have any differences in their voter registration shit and their ID. So like, say like on your ID, you, you may have Courtney T. Britton or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But if on your voter registration shit, if you don't got the T, they're making you ineligible. You know what I'm saying? They're going to freeze your shit to do, you know what I'm saying, to check it to make sure you are who you are. And in Georgia, it's frozen more than 53,000 voter, voter registrations. Um, and so this guy, he's basically just using his power to suppress the vote of, you know what I'm saying, of these right. voters for political gain. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the silence, most of these voters, uh, many of them are people of color. Um, and they're saying it's not illegal yet. But um, Stacey Abrams, you know, they're going through and trying to, you know, get everything fixed with all of these people so that they can vote. Um, and of course, she's black, and I, I she was on uh, what's that show that come I, comes on in the morning, Sunday morning? I think it's Meet the Press, or one of those shows this morning. I saw her up there. Um, and the, damn, the deadline. If y'all in Georgia, y'all want to vote, the deadline to register is Tuesday. Um. And Kemp, this guy, he said it has never been easier to register to vote and get engaged in the electoral process in Georgia, and we are incredibly proud to report this new record, whatever. But he's trying to st stop all of these voters. Um, says uh, Kemp, who is running as a Republican nominee for governor, oversees the state's voter rolls and has systematically counseled more than 1.4 million registrations since. 2012, uh, according to the AP, including more than 670,000 last year. Um, and of course, he's denying it, that he's purging the voter rolls of people of color. But it's just state uh, routine role maintenance. Um, so hopefully, you know, they'll get that rectified, you know, these 53,000 people, and everybody can vote for who they really want to vote for. Um and that's the thing with a lot of, um, I, you know what I'm saying, we don't really talk politics on here, you know, but it's a lot of patterns that's been going on with, like, the Republicans. They're trying to do things to stop people from voting. If you, you know what I'm saying, if you're in the vote and all of that kind of stuff and you feel like it's important, you need to get the word out and, you know, get these people to vote and make sure you're properly registered and all that kind of stuff because they really trying to keep people from voting. They really are. Yep, they're really trying to do that shit. Um and that was going to be my what fucking year is this because Stacey Abrams might be the first black governor. Mm -hmm. 
I want to say I got that right. The first black governor of Georgia. Governor. Oh, is it black female governor? Governor. Mm, either way, yeah. Uh, it was another story in in uh, Georgia with this mom. She was on meth and she smothered her eight year old, eight month old son. Um, and, oh, and she died too. She was thirty one. She died from a methamphetamine overdose. And she accidentally smothered her eight-month-old son. Um, well, we know what race she was. Uh, yeah. Don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. None whatsoever. You hear me? Not one damn bit of sense. Not one damn bit of sense. What else been going on this week, Courtney? I don't know. I ain't been too much in the mix-up because, you know. Just been out living your best life, eating sushi and shit. Eating, uh, had- eating fondue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did have date night at uh, Melting Pot on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah shout out to uh, shout out to my cousin, Cicely. You know what I'm saying? I'm plugged yeah, in, y'all. she was amazing. She was amazing. I want to let y'all know I'm plugged in, you know. So if you in the, ever in the Seattle area, you know what I'm saying, just hit up the Melting Pot. Don't text me or call me because I don't know if I can do anything for you, you know. But just go to the Melting Pot is all I'm saying, you know. And I was gonna go to the mountain park. We got one down here at the beach and shit. But that motherfucker was kind of high. <clears throat> definitely, um, definitely is most certainly is not uh, a frugal restaurant. They don't got no t- uh, two for twenties or nothing like that. No, uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. your tab did finna be a hundred dollars when you walk out of there. Or better. Mm. So, uh-uh. so when you left out of there, whoever paid for y'all date was expecting some pussy. <laughs> you or Brittany was expecting some pussy that night, huh? It absolutely wasn't. And then nothing nothing happened that night. Oh, wait, it did. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, so anyway. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Yes. But the food was really, really good. And um, for a while, we didn't try it because we weren't sure what they had. Um, that would be beneficial to the way we eat, but they definitely had a wide variety of stuff. It was really good. Yeah, I heard it, it was, was good though. Really, really good. We definitely go back. Mm, a lot of cheese and shit. Yeah. Um, yep. We pick. That's the one you pick first, and then you pick. Uh, and then they bring you like breads and like apples and like you put different apples things. And cheese? Let me tell you something. I think the apples went in the cheese. I'm sure the apples went in the cheese. Yeah. And it sounds weird, but it was all so good. Um, they bring you strawberries. They just bring you different things. And Brittany and I aren't ever like, oh, no, we're not going to try that. So we definitely tried it all. Um, and I don't like, I generally don't like chocolate at all. Um, but I, if I'm going to make an exception, it is always white chocolate. Um, it doesn't have the same mm. smell and I can, I can just stomach it. Cause I think one of the biggest things with chocolate, is I just don't like the smell of it at all. Interesting. Um, and, um, I, we got the dessert and it was really, really good. And then our entree, um, they have different types of ways that you can create the fondue, like the ingredients or whatever. And ours was really good. And obviously we got like, um, the we got all like seafood choices and vegetable choices, but it was all really good. Mm. Well, really, that's really wonderful. Good. I'm glad you got the chance to go. 
Y'all just uh, y'all should do a um. Do you do you do Yelp reviews on all of the places you go to? Yes. Oh, you do. Yes. Have you been like invited to any? Because I saw your Yelp review to uh to the melting pot. Have you been invited to a place yet? Are you you haven't? Mm-mm. Okay. Because I know that happened with uh with uh Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips. He was mm-hmm. like he started doing that shit. Leaving reviews and all kind of shit, and they like certain like a couple of restaurants have had invited him to try their food or whatever. So, and y'all eat out all the time, so I'm sure your name you got. Let me tell you something. It seems that way, but we generally really only eat out on the weekends unless we have date night that is in the middle of the week. Well, well, when I say eat out all the time, I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to make it seem like you eat out every night and you don't cook because you do be cooking too. Well, I mean, like y'all go like, like when I see you going to places or whatever, you don't go. You ain't like at Chipotle or Zaxby's or oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying. You all y'all yeah. like like so such and such sushi bar that I never heard of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, y- y'all yeah. like places like that. So you know what I'm saying? The Catfish Corner or whatever that shit was called. What was yeah. it called? It was called Cat- Jackson's Catfish Corner, oh, and a lot of people don't that. even know that it was like a restaurant because it is near. Um, like some apartment, so whatever. Yeah. And even walking up to it, I was like, okay, so this is someone's house, but it's definitely not. It is an actual place of business, and it was so black. Yeah. So I love it. You ever thought about? I know you do your blog, and um, you know we've been missing some blogs, but we're not gonna hear the, We're not here to uh, you know, you. talk about that. But uh, have you ever me about that? Have you thought about doing a food blog too? I have. Uh, thought about it and a lot of people have been coming to me like oh you should you should do food blogs for when y'all try different places um and like just put the restaurant the title of the blog and you know work through it um because sometimes we try places and i just be like nah like one of the places we went to for britney birthday weekend is called lowell's in seattle it's in pipe place which is a really popular place Mm -hmm. it was it was awful it just was not good. And they had to end up taking off half of the tab. Well, we spent $70 for lunch and they had to give it, take off half because I didn't even eat. It was just bad. And I would include those reviews too, I guess. And then someone was like, even when you be cooking, like you should, cause you just put stuff together. So I've definitely thought about it. Yeah. The food, like the restaurant one more so than me actually cooking because I don't measure measure anything. I only measure when I'm baking, and I, I don't feel like I would be as helpful if you asked me. Oh, what's give give me the ingredients or tell me how to make it? I season through my gut, and, and I stop when when I <laughs> when the ancestors tell me to stop. I can't I can't I don't feel like I can help anyone, but I am definitely thinking about the um food especially since leaving all these yelp reviews i mean i can leave them but then i can also put it on my blog and mm-hmm. yep. go into more detail so. yep yep so we're gonna look forward to that y'all i want y'all to email in uh at gmail.com and implore courtney implore if you have writer's go- block is a son of a bitch i'm gonna tell implore you that Implore courtney to uh start her food blog so we can get some free fucking food um <laughs> And we'll have her put it up on goldifylife.com also. You know what I'm saying? It'll I be on her that. blog and it'll be on goldifylife.com so you can see what Courtney be talking about. Cause y'all, well, I think I just came up with a name for it too. If y'all don't follow Courtney on Instagram to see her stories about all of this 
lovely food and liquor she be putting. She put some shit up that looked like it had beans in it the other night, and I just wanted to make me a cappuccino. And I have <laughs> cappuccino at my house capabilities, I have, you know. But um, It did not have, you was talking about my tapioca. Oh, that's what that was? Yes, it was um, a honeydew flavor, and it's really good. Oh. And it has the tapioca in the bottom of it. Um, and it's really good. I'm a texture person a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So I like having the tapioca in there. And it's like chewy, like, I don't know what the how to say it, but a lot of people don't particularly care for it. It's real hit or miss, but I happen to like it mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, it's not like a coffee drink at all, but it yeah. looked yeah, it looked like it had beans. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I just, you know, I yeah, just, that's the tapioca at the bottom because you can get it without the tapioca um, you like in it. it and drink it. But I like the tapioca, yes. Mm-hmm. So what what's for dinner tonight? Uh, this, um, for lunch, since you ain't ate nothing yet, and we haven't eaten anything. Brittany and I have been talking. I'm so hungry. I've literally was like, ooh, I want breakfast. Ooh, I want fish. Ooh, I want like fried fish. And I'm like, ooh, I, we want burgers. And we were actually debating driving an hour to Seattle to this burger spot that we like, um, which is, I feel like sometimes it's like real horrible that we drive that far for food. But it ain't I think, smash burger or nothing, is it? No, it's called Burger Master. Mm. I'm they are really. My, I'm going to text my cousin to tell her you on the way. Burger <laughs> Burger Master is amazing. The veggie patty is amazing, but they also have this grilled crab and um, I can't remember if it was crab and Swiss or crab and provolone. Like almost, and the bread is like how it would be the equivalent of a grilled grilled cheese. Mm. Um, and when I tell y'all, I just walked in and seen it on the menu, and I was like, I don't know how this is gonna work. Like crab with cheese, I don't know, but I couldn't not get it. And it was uh, fucking amazing. And the French fries so good. And if you know me, I fucking love French fries. I'm the potato queen. I want all the potatoes any kind of way. With your and potato head. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and um, so it was, they're really good. But I think we're going to do a burger because we need to go to the commissary and get groceries. But we can't go this hungry. And tonight, I think I, I'm thinking of frying some catfish. At home, Brittany hates when I fry fish at home. Yeah. Uh, but I got a nice ass deep fryer, and I need I should use it and um do some macaroni and cheese, um some baked macaroni and cheese, and I am craving Brussels sprouts still, so I think I want Brussels sprouts or cabbage. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sounds wonderful, and all that talking got me hungry, and I'm gonna warm up this Domino's. We got Domino's on the on the stove. Uh, Brittany like surprised me when I got home the other day and was like had a movie playing and in the fort and then Domino's delivered to the house. But she didn't know that I had planned for us to go out to eat too to a really nice restaurant. So my taste buds wasn't wired for Domino's and and I didn't eat it. Mm. Mm-hmm. She was just saying like, "Oh, you want to reheat the pizza?" And I was like, "I don't want no pizza." Mm. I don't know. Enjoy your Domino's. I damn sure will. Domino's is the, uh, aside from Marco's, which isn't everywhere, Domino's is Marco's is bomb as fuck. I used to fuck Marco's up, let me tell you. I used to get chicken and cheese or, I don't even remember what I used to get from there, but they good as fuck. But Domino's Domino's has stepped their game up. They have. And if you ain't fucking with Domino's, you should. Mm -hmm. We always get the, um, well, Pineapple and onion with extra cheese in it is amazing. Oh, yeah, this podcast just got weird, y'all. No, because <laughs> pineapple's going pizza. Shut up. <laughs> so uh I guess we'll get into our segments before we get out of here. Um 
You have anything for what fucking year is this? Mm-mm. Yeah, me either. Um, I don't know. I had well, it's a story. Uh, it was about oh, with LeBron. the governor, right? What governor? I thought you said what fucking year? Oh yeah, that was that was gonna be, that was gonna be yeah. mine. But it was it's a story that I um heard about LeBron James, and uh, he said that um he shares wine with his sons. They're eleven and fourteen. Um, he was just like you know he gave him a little bit you know. Maybe at dinner, whenever they have it or whatever, he might let them taste it or something like that. Um, and I'm, I guess this could be a good what fucking year is this because I haven't heard any backlash to LeBron for get, saying he gave his sons wine. Um, you know, so you know, I guess time, th- times are progressing. You know, you go to other countries, you know, the drinking age is young, younger, and I mean, whose parent haven't given him them beer or whatever? But you know, what I'm saying they seem like people go extra with it like don't give kids alcohol and all kind of shit but. yeah i do that people legitimately are like that but i definitely my mom was like the mom you're gonna try it with me when i know you safe before you try with anyone else so mm. i and there is nothing for me to say in regards to them and his kids yeah exactly uh other than the law um but yeah that was i guess that could be my um what fucking year is this you know Guess it's a good one, you know. We progressing the way nobody ain't bashing LeBron. Maybe they ain't bashing him because they know he don't give a fuck, and it ain't gonna affect. He him really anymore. don't. He be real unapologetic about his shit, and yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah, I do. I gotta watch. He, I think he came out. Well, I know he came out with a second episode of his show, The Shop. Mhm. Um, and they had Drake on there. And Drake was talking about. His yeah, I gotta pushing. watch it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna watch that today. Uh, push your bitch ass. Yeah. I'm not pushing. I'm sorry. Oh Lord, I said that wrong. I'm sorry. Push I was you gonna say. Neck. I was gonna say. What push you did to you? Because you was you was team Drake. pusher the whole time. Yeah, I ain't Drake. Drake, you you little punk punk ass. Oh, all right. We are gonna move on. Yeah. Fuck you, Drake. Yeah, you oh my God. Do you have anything for um? What the fuck were you thinking? I do. I do. This is kind of a long story. Uh oh. One, one person. I'm trying not to read the stories verbatim. I'm trying to like you know paraphrase them. But this is a story I got to read, y'all. So bear Uh-oh. with me, all right? A Cook County judge has agreed to set bond for a man for a Florida man accused of cutting off another man's penis in March in a March attack in the Plains. Justin Foster, 28, of Tallahassee, has been held without bond since he was brought to Cook County in September in an, on an attempted murder charge. But Thursday's decision by Judge Anjana Hansen to grant him a $1 million bond means he could be released awaiting trial. Authorities say Foster flew from Atlanta to O'Hare Airport and then rented a car and drove through the plains, intent on confronting the 26-year-old man they say was dating Foster's former girlfriend. Prosecutors allege Foster approached the man on the street, hit him in the head with a tire iron, carved initials into his legs, and then cut off his genitals. Then authorities allege Foster threw the man's genitals over a fence, dragged the man to a spot behind a parked car to hide him, and then left him in a pool of blood, returning to the airport and catching the flight back to Atlanta. Uh, Foster was arrested in Tallahassee on August 27th and was brought to Cook County on September 20th to face the charge. Ooh, excuse me. In Skokie Court Thursday, his defense attorney, Jack Friedlander, asked that Foster be granted monetary bond and suggested $25,000. I'm sorry, $250,000. Uh, the judge denied that, but granted the higher bond, noting she believed he does 
he does present a flight risk and a threat. Um, and they say that if he makes bail, which would be uh, $100,000, the judge ordered him not to contact the alleged victim. Oh, the victim survived, and he can't he can't leave Cook County. Um, so, yeah, that was my, uh, <sighs> what the fuck were you thinking, man? Like, she don't want you no more. You fly all the way to Chicago. Well, I, well, you fly to Chicago, then you have to drive another hour to some other place that I've never heard of. Hit a nigga in the head with a tire iron, then cut his nuts off and his dick. And they say the dude suck, has a mental, um, like mental issues now. Um, and even if he get out on bond, he can't leave the area. And I don't think he's from that area, so he just be stuck in the Chicago area. Yeah, they say the dude sustained permanent brain damage. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, you can't get no other, you can't get no other pussy, my nigga? Anyway, uh, you had a what the fuck were you thinking? No. Okay. Well, what about your unpopular opinion? You got one of those today? Yeah, and I don't really know that it's like an unpopular opinion more than potentially an unpopular thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't take gas prices into consideration. If I need gas, I get gas. I'm not going to look at the gas price at this place and then compare it to the gas price over there and then think about what the gas price was over there. And I'm not also like, oh, my God, I got to find a shell because I got I get to save five and ten cents. Like, if I need gas, I get gas. Because to me, at the end of the day, whatever number is on the thing is what's coming out of my account. I don't care about the rest. Gas is a necessity. It drives my wife completely insane. Mm. Because she and my mom and everyone else in my life, I feel like everyone is always looking at me like I'm being absolutely ridiculous because I just don't. And Brittany has Shell and she's saving like five and ten cents, and I pull up right to the Shell station and don't even put her phone number in, and I, it gets on her last nerve. And I just am like, I don't know, I, you got you can't make folks care about stuff they don't care about, and I just don't care about it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you pay attention to the gas price? Oh yeah, of course I do. It's certain places I won't go because I know they're like ten cents higher than another gas station. Like, I mean, if they beside each other and I see it, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, but, but most of the time, sometimes like, I don't even see it. Like I just pull and I like just choose. Like okay, I I know about this place and I've seen it and I think they have credible gas. So then I'm just gonna go here and get gas. And I don't care how much it costs. Like I know some places that are always going to be lower than other places just because of where they are. So, like, some places I just won't go to. And, like, if it's, like, most of the time, like, if it's a gas station that's right beside another gas station or, like, right across the street from another gas station, their gas is going to be probably about the same price. Like, if not, like, one or two cents off. But, like, some some places, like, around here, there's a gas station called a Marquette. Mm -hmm. I I remember the Marquette. Yeah, the Marquette. Their gas gonna be cheaper than just about any other place, you know what I'm saying? Like if you in like the DMV area, like Virginia, whatever, Wawa got cheap gas. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll know mm-hmm. like different places that got the cheaper gas, and you can go there. Around here is the AMP, AMPM, but then they always say that their gas quality isn't good. Yeah, like um, who got high gas? BP gas be kind of high to me. 
<laughs> BP gas, we kind of high. I don't care what city I'm in, they gas a little bit higher than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I do, I do, I do uh, pay attention. But even like mm. you said, like no matter where, like if I don't have a choice, then I just don't have a choice. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I'm not about to drive across town because some this place gas is seven cent cheaper per gallon. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty, pretty well aware of who has the cheapest gas on my everyday routes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going on my way to get no gas nowhere else. And I'm still putting 25 in no matter where I'm at. So, um, I'm for, so I, I hate pumping gas. I hate going to the gas station. I hate anything that got to do with car shit. I do it because obviously I, I need to, most of the time, Brittany does get my gas. Um, but lately I've even been neglecting to be like, Oh babe, I'm almost out of gas. And Friday I ran a thousand errands when I got off and then I just so happened to look down and I had I was twenty miles to eat. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, Oh my god, I'm out here running all these damn errands and I forgot like what I think this car run off of and, and I just had to go get gas and it was at a shell and Whitney's like, Seriously and I was just like gas is like three fifty two or something like that and I was just like, It don't matter. Yeah, I try I to always got, I try I to still always gotta get it. I try to always keep a certain amount of gas in the car because you never know when the zombie apocalypse is going to start. <laughs> Brandon, my stomach, uh-huh. bro, uh-uh, I'm not finna fool over with you. Yeah. What is your unpopular opinion? <laughs> mine is, I don't know if I said this last week or not. I can't remember what my unpopular opinion was last week. But mine is that a lot of people talk shit about Mona Scott. I think she, you know what I'm saying, I don't feel like she's too bad, like. She's not making them throw the table or throw the drinks or whatever. So, I, I mean, she's writing a storyline, but I do feel like she definitely goes after people that she know wouldn't mind looking a whole complete and utter fool for money. Yeah, I don't feel like, yeah, it ain't on her though, it's on you. Um, if, I, yeah. I mean, the exploitation of it, she definitely exploiting black culture for, for, for complete and utter BS. I, I understand you like where you coming from, but is she I exploiting black culture or is she sport exploiting American culture? Amer- American culture. Exactly. American culture is uber violent. It is. It is so. really violent. So I mean I get it. I don't I don't definitely I definitely don't particularly it was like, oh I don't like Mona Scott, but then also I don't fuck with her her T V shows, so it don't matter. Is Black Ink one of her T V shows? No. Uh. Black Ink ain't hers at all. Just the love. Uh, well, she got other than Love and Hip Hop franchise, but not Black Ink. Oh, okay, okay. I just generally don't watch shows like that just because I just feel like it'd be so, like, it's just so heavy. And I feel like a lot of people, it's guilty pleasure because you just be like, well, my life, it might not be whatever, whatever. So I'm going to watch somebody else's life not be it too. Or some people genuinely just find it to be entertaining. Um, Sometimes, like, I see clips online and, uh, like, on Kendall Kendall's page, but I mostly watch the clips for his commentary because it makes mm-hmm. me laugh. Kendall Kendall. I don't know who that Best is. Best friend. He, yeah, he, yeah. I, I follow him. He's funny. And his commentary, a lot of time, is funny. Not necessarily because of what's going on on this show. Because, I, like I said, I don't watch. I don't like it. I, I definitely used to. Um... But it's just not my thing. But I feel that. I feel that. Um, I have one more unpopular opinion. And mm. I was going to hold it till next week. But I'd be real bad about forgetting this shit. So I just mm. need to say it. Go ahead. Get it out. Uh, 
I, I'm not no fan of putting your, like, obviously everyone knows I'm not a fan of putting your hands on people. But I ain't a fan of putting your hands on other people's belongings either. So all that breaking the phone, cutting up his shit, uh, bleaching her shit, and, or taking back something that you've purchased for them, I ain't with none of that. I just don't be with it. Oh, Tearing yeah. up the car, I just ain't with none of that. Leave they shit long. If you bought it, you... If you bought it for them, you bought it for them because you wanted them to have it. And I think it is because I'm not a conditional person. Like, I don't buy you something on the condition that you don't ever do X, Y, and Z to me. Now, I bought it for you because I want you to have it. You know what I'm saying? This is what I wanted you to have at that time. It don't matter what you did later or what you did before that I didn't know about. Is yours. And I'm not, I'm not with all that taking shit back all the time. I'm not with, I'm not finna do nothing to your car. I'm not finna do nothing to your belongings. And I don't expect you to do a motherfucking thing to mine. I do feel, I, I ain't gonna lie now. I feel you on that, you know, and I feel like you're a better person than me. Cause I be like, man, she probably watching my TV with that nigga. She talking yeah. on the phone with that nigga. Oh, she gonna wear that for that nigga. Cause I definitely have my ex got my ex a phone, but um, and she cheated on me the whole time. So clearly that's what she was doing. Mm. But also, I wasn't never on those like give me the phone back, give me the phone back type shit down. But you can't pay your bill. Okay, now you ain't got no phone, and that ain't got shit to do with me. You just can't have no phone because you can't pay your bill. Yeah, I mean, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna ask for the shit back. But, you know what I'm saying? But. I do be like, damn! I shouldn't have bought that motherfucker that damn shit. Yeah, I shouldn't. Have I don't even be doing. I don't even be doing that much. But I think it's because I definitely make it a point to not try to stress about shit that I can't change, and realizing that okay, so I bought her this phone and I got it because I wanted her to use it. But whatever she decided to do with it is what she decided to do with it, and I just, I just can't be bothered with stuff like that. I, I'm a Sagittarius, and I'm. I analyze every single little thing all the time. I got enough shit going on in my brain to be having to worry, you know what I'm saying, about stuff like that or think about that. And it's very easy to, like, think about stuff like that and start, like, getting a little bit out of shape or, like, your thoughts spiraling out of control again Mm -hmm. because I overanalyze everything. So I will put up, no, that ain't where my thoughts are going today. Bust a U-turn in the middle of them thoughts and travel down another road because I ain't got the time. Yeah. But, you know, I just ain't a fan of that. And I guess because I be seeing it online a lot. Like, you just, or whatever. They People just think it's really okay to just do shit like that. And I just don't, I don't care. I, I Okay, you hurt me. But also, I realize that you hurting me ain't got shit to do with me. It's, I, I it's everything to do with you and I'm, I'm not interested in no get back, but I'm also not a real revengeful type person. I don't, I used to be, but I've come to a point in my life where I don't even, I don't want revenge. I just want to move on. I just want to be okay mentally, physically, emotionally, and I just want to move on with my life. So I'm, I'm not interested. And I'm not interested in the bad karma that I'm going to get off of tearing your shit up because karma is not going to take into consideration that you hurt me. And I know you don't believe in karma, but I, I definitely, I'm just not putting bad juju out there because I don't want no bad juju on me. So I'm fucking people shit. Period. Ka- Karma live in Atlanta, right? All right, y'all. Thanks for listening today. (laughs) Nah, but thank you for that uh, unpopular opinion. If y'all have some unpopular opinions or whatever, hit us up. uh, DJBladeShow at gmail.com. Also, you can leave comments now on uh, the the Fire Life website. That's at goldefirelife.com. You can leave us a website. 
I mean, leave us comments there too. Um, and go just check out the Defy Life uh, website anyway. You know what I'm saying? We got merch up there. You know what I'm saying? Merch. We got, we got other podcasts up there. You know what I mean? Different podcasts. You know what I'm saying? One of our, uh, one of our guests, he has a podcast up there. Coach got a podcast up there. The um, Staley in English show. It's a sports podcast. You know what I'm saying? Go check that shit out, son. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, go check that out. Leave us a comments, your reviews, and all of that. Um, on uh, our uh, at our email, djbladeshow at gmail dot com. Um, Courtney, where can they find you on social? media you can find me on instagram at love curls underscore and i between i i you know me and twitter fall back in love you know we fall in and out all the time but mm. you can follow me on twitter at love curls three underscores mm. and yeah, uh, instagram you're at one underscore right yes all right yes try to keep all the names the same and you know sometimes you just you have to modify it just a little bit but yeah yeah i, I tweet a little bit and um like Brandon said, I mostly only really be putting my story on Instagram. If I be feeling like doing the extra work, I'll save it and put it on Snap or, you know, press that one button and put it on Facebook. But I don't really like putting it on Facebook for real, for real. Yeah, because so, your family uh, see how you live and then they be like, oh, let me hold some. Oh, oh, most certainly. Most certainly. That's oh, exactly you, how that goes. Oh, you going to the Beyonce show? Let me hold mm-hmm. some. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to the Dominican Republic at the end of the year, and you can send me something, or you can help me out, and you know all that other stuff. But also, just because um, I got it's a lot of people on my Facebook, but also the like the story, my stories generally don't ever really get viewed, and I really don't interact on Facebook much outside of like sharing things. If I'm interacting, it's on Brandon, Tanae, or Amy's post, and then my interaction is pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just yeah no it's, it's Instagram is your best bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aside from Twitter, and you can find me on Instagram at uh, BP Macoute, BP M A C O U T E, and uh yeah I be doing stories up there sometimes. Shine, you know what I mean. Where are you from right now? I ain't doing this. He do be having stories, but you have to be mindful of Brandon's stories because he'll drop off the story in the middle of whatever he's doing and yeah, then he'll be lost. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will because I just start having fun of doing whatever I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I definitely have to DM him like, son, what you did? What was the outcome? What yeah. the hell? Because last anyway. night I did a story like, well, I was starting to do the story. Man. You know what I'm saying? My nephews hit me up wanting to come through. You know what I'm saying? Jump on the game. They bought their game, whatever. They wanted to, you know, play the game, whatever, you know, just chill. I had did two little stories, and I was like, man, fuck this shit, man. Yep, that's how he be every yeah. single time. Yep. And that's be his response whenever I DM him, man, fuck this shit. So I just be like, okay. Yeah, I'm going to do a story where it's a real story and get all into we'll that. We'll see. But some people, man, their stories be like real, like just interesting and shit. I don't feel like my shit be interesting like that, you know what I'm saying? I don't. And they, and Excuse me. I don't feel like mine be interesting, but I feel like people say that it is. So I don't know. Yeah. I just still post it because that's just what I feel like doing. And because mostly 
I only really have what people say is an interesting story on the weekends because during the work week, if I might post a selfie of myself on my story. I don't even do that often. Other than that, it'd be like little words of wisdom or like a post with some words on it that I went that I for real felt. Outside of that, I don't really Monday through Thursday. I don't sometimes even Monday through Friday. I don't even have a story. So uh. mm. anyway. Y'all be easy, be safe this week. Yeah, try not to get accosted by no white people. Um, right, and have an you know amazing week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, it's your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And uh, we out. Peace.